I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for January 2017, the first pod of the year. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining us, return guest, very special guest, Sonny Munn. Thank you for having me, Chambo. Happy New Year to all the Junk Timers out there. And also joining me, uh, Adam. Yeah. Um, you're you're going to have to put a jacket on. Okay, okay. I told you two and a half hours ago to put a jacket I know it's not... A visual medium, but we can't all be wearing Carlton blue M and M jumpers. Okay? Michael, I've been I've been very busy. No, you, got, you need. To, I told you to change, Sunny. Sunny, you're fine. Yeah, I'm sweating bullets over here. I've been wearing mine for two days. No, he's fine. I don't. I don't know why you showed up in a Carlton blue M and M top, but Adam, <laughs> I've got time for this, Michael. You need to change your top. You need to put on like a I don't know a Fremantle away Guernsey. Put on the Power Ranger one from Hawthorne. That's oh, what I'm gonna. All right, I'll put that on. I look like a complete tool. Okay, yeah, it's warpy time. Yeah. You need to know, I told you two and a half hours ago. Okay. What about a lace-up one, not laced up? Yes, one that maybe KB one. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. in the day. But I'll leave it unlaced or unlaced. halfway down because it's summer. I don't care. Either way, I told you, we can't all be wearing Carlton Blue M&M tops. I tell you what, it gets steamy in Wayne Jackson Studios, doesn't it? Does. It? <laughs> it really does. Can I just tell you, I really love what you've done with the place, the way the windows fog up when, as soon as you start talking. Yeah. It's a real treat. Well, it's, it's a winter game and we haven't adjusted <laughs> the studios to how, compensate how for that. How much are you guys not doing anything that mid-Jan you're doing an AFL podcast? Well, we love really? our we love our footy, son. Oh, it's all about the brand. Yeah, yeah. Sunday, Monday. Yeah, that's right. It's all about the brand. So you don't see, you don't see Gillan McLaughlin going to ground, do you? You see him, he's out at the polo. Oh, uh, the Portsy Polo. Portsy Polo. Once again, yeah. I've missed out on a ticket to that one. Tell you what, I would have, would have had a great you time. missed a treat, mate. It would have had an absolute day, fantastic yeah. time. Yeah. I loved it. Loved and, it like, and then the, the half-time when they bring on the Shetland ponies <laughs> 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 for, the, for the little tackers. <laughs> you never hear who wins the Portsy Polo. That's the disappointing thing. Like, yeah. who, 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 Firstly, who played? Well, the yeah. underdogs. The underdogs always get up, I think. Yeah. It's a sort of event where... Uh, well, there'd be a lot of underdogs there, wouldn't there? That's it. It's a rags and yeah. riches tale. It's just all members. For those who may not know, actually, <laughs> uh, Port's the, uh, for, from Melbourne, probably an hour and a half, two hours. It's, a, yeah, it's about an hour and a half. You go to the Peninsula Freeway. Yeah, a bit of a summertime gathering. Like um, one of the, uh, the, the, the high and mighty have houses down there. They might well, go over to summer. Lindsay Fox, former uh, president of St Kilda, mm-hmm. has oh. a place down there. He tried to, he tried to uh, block off his own part of the beach. Yep. And the rest of Port, he <laughs> went, can't fucking do that, buddy. Well, and so trooper style, like you don't <laughs> own the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Really? And people went, it's public beach, buddy. So they have the, ports, they have the Porty Polo down there. It happened yeah. yesterday. I think it might be happening every now, like a few weekends in a row or something. Oh, no, I think it's a, once, a one-off. Once a year, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Those horses, yeah. mate, they need, they need to recover. And then you the know best, how hard it is to get a horse in an ice bath? And then That's the best it. of the best of uh, Victorian society goes down there. Yes. Yes. And you, they, know, you know, Juddy, the Juddy, uh, they have, is it Jagged Sportswear? Is that what uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds Mr. Familiar. and Mrs. Judd, they have yeah. their own marquee down there. Really? Oh, no way. Yeah. Are they kidding up the horses? What are they doing with the sportswear? Oh, I don't know if they wear their kind of warm-down outfits, like the lycra in the, for the horses, but I know that uh, everyone was wearing white. From oh, the photos that, that I saw, that was their theme mm, in, the, right. in, the, in the jagged, uh, which is why I couldn't go. <laughs> so, yeah. so a good way to kick off the football podcast by talking about <laughs> polo for a while. Now, Sonny, you are the big bash. Uh, com- you're, the, you're a scoreboard guy for the, comp- for the cricket. That and is you, the official title. You went exactly to what you said then. It's hard to fit it guy. on the... Uh, yeah. you, you went to the, uh, the Big Bash the, last night. The sight screens. Yeah, I was in Sydney last night. It was a pretty dire game. Uh, but I did witness one of the, the all-time great streaks. Seriously, like, I don't know if it's just that I'm puerile and juvenile, but it was one you are. of the... Yeah, of course. But it was one of the great streaks, Chamber. It was, so, so two blokes hit the ground yeah. at the same time. Obviously, were they mates? Well, I didn't ask. I don't know. Okay. If they sort of. Uh, it seemed like they were in unison. You know what? Though it's a weird coincidence. Yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, when you see one guy naked, you're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I gotta get give me yeah. give me gear off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One was a couple of meters behind the other, so you might have. Been. Okay. Now they 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 were actually quite uh, athletic. Mm-hmm. 
and far out. Like, so they split up at the circle. They got inside the circle. One made a beeline straight for the stumps, ripped the middle stump out. Does it light up? Oh, big time. Love it. Big That's time. fantastic. Is that, a, is, that a free, is that a free hit? <laughs> the kid, <laughs> That's it. And he definitely wasn't no ball. The, kid, uh, the kids went ballistic, but they split up beautifully. They both attracted about six to seven security guards each, mm-hmm. and it, it was hard to know where to look. The bloke in the middle started doing laps of the pitch to evade the security yep. and was just unstoppable. Eventually, he got dragged off, splayed, completely nude and just yeah. grinning like a Cheshire cat. The other fella made his way towards the boundary and was actually backtracking sort of ice skater style, Bradbury style, was okay. getting down that low, skimming back, palming off security like he was Mount Meninga circa 94. Given the Dustin Martin straight arm. The well, don't, don't argue. Don't argue. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he don't said, argue. don't argue. I kid you not, gents, Dusty yeah. Martin would have loved this bloke. He actually backtracked at one point. He gave one security guard who was pretty burly yeah. a decent don't argue in the chest. Yeah. Floored him. A legal one then. It wasn't in the face. No, no, no. It was you allowed to do it in the chest. Yeah, it was yeah. good. He turned around, started going one way, realised he couldn't do it, came back, and as that security guard was on his haunches, yeah. just for good measure... Gave him a bit of a hip and shoulder on the way through. That's lovely. Floored him. He actually ended up, well, somewhat getting away. He hightailed, sort of Frosby flopped over the fence near the sight screen mm-hmm. yeah. and made a beeline straight down the uh, tractor race. So there's a dude, still nude, I reckon, down near the covers, just skirting around the bowels of the SCG. It was hands down, I think it's the best streak I've ever seen live. And okay. I was there when Andrew Simons shoulder charged. Oh, were you? Like, you saw that. The so, hip and shoulder from Andrew Simons. Well, today I was trying to read up on the... Because there's obviously no footage. They don't cut to it. Yeah, you have to go online, like shame. Yeah, Twitter yeah. and Instagram. And you need multicams because, like I said, they really... They're moving around. beautifully. Yeah. And so there's uh, no hotspot vision. No, thankfully It's not. disappointing. But, uh, but apparently one of the umps, I didn't notice it, apparently one of the umps tried to do, go the hip and shoulder Yeah. on one of the players, on one of the, uh, the streakers. See, out that would have been great from a, uh, from a big bash perspective because the umpires have the cameras on the picture right. of their cats. Oh, yeah. So they would have got a, had a great view. Well, I reckon they need streaker cam. It's probably the, the It's next... time for it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. We've got to bring the kids into it. Yeah, the kids, the kids are calling for it. Yeah. Well, you know what's weird about that is if you said to a, a dude, hey, do you want to get nude in front of, uh, say, 20,000 children? Yeah. Probably go, oh, <laughs> no, I probably won't do that. But then you do it at the cricket. You're like, everyone's, whoa, this guy's That's naked. Right. Five There's lots of grand. kids around. Five and a half grand it cost him. It's pretty cheap, I reckon. Well, it was that, that was one time where I thought that's money well. So I felt like chipping in for the fine. Yeah, you got to hand the sombrero out. Oh, well, I mean, if they had mates, like isn't there kind of urban legend that you know people twenty people say yeah, we'll yeah, chuck yeah. in, you know, so much. and so they had to kind of make it a bit steep. Oh, a bit Instead over of the it top. being fifty bucks, you know, yeah. so your mate runs over, they've got to make right. it okay. It's it's got to be grand each, you know. Because what is it? The footy? It's either seven or nine, isn't it? It's about it's nine. Venue isn't it? to venue, it depends. Well, yeah, okay. for, for Melbourne, I think it's it's something nine something. Yeah. That's so they actually, it's a weird figure. Because and I can't quite remember it was what like they divided 9, by. Yeah, it's like nine thousand three hundred twenty-seven or something. Yeah, yeah and cents. So they divide it by oh, whatever a public nuisance thing is, and then I don't know the crowd figure. Well, the Duckworth Lewis comes involved. That's right. Uh, <laughs> how many testicles? Yeah. How long the penis? Yeah. How long you're out in the field? Yeah. You gents both strike me as uh, avid streakers. You'd be you'd be in the buff at most sporting events, wouldn't you? Oh. Uh, it's hard to get in because I, I arrive in the buff. Right. That's a hard <laughs> thing. Reverse streak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah and freak people out and just right. bolt through. So <laughs> the first time I ever saw a streaker was the 1988 Grand Final, Melbourne Hawthorne. Yeah, the Great. lady ran on the first time. Yeah, first time I'd ever seen a, uh, a, a lady naked, <laughs> in, like live. And it happened just, just in front of me. There was, You've she, seen got some... out, she was in the bay, like, just sitting a few seats in front of us. And she jumped oh, over then the she, fence. Oh, you really had a first-hand view. Yeah, I was like 13 or 14. So how did she... Get naked. Did she take the clothes like that? She well, was going, oh, had a robe on or something. <laughs> when a man loves a woman. No, but, but, like, was she wearing something disposable, like... I guess they come in with, like, a trench coat. Isn't that the normal... I suppose so, yeah. ...streaker type thing? <laughs> yeah. I just want to pull you up on saying it's the first time you've seen a lady... Live. Naked. Oh, I think you said A-live. So oh, insinuating yeah. Insinuating that you'd seen several deceased. A dad's a serial naked. killer. Yes, great. So okay. Were dead. They had one in 89. They had a lady in a Batman cape run on. Yes. And then I think they don't... In 89? Yeah. I, I no one noticed. No one noticed because it was a tight Such game. A good game. And so, oh, really, yeah, Bat, Batgirl ran on the field, and, and no one noticed. Ran through I think it, it was like during the. <laughs> I think it was during the third quarter. Really? Yeah, yeah, but I no one, no one knew that. that. Yeah, that's the thing. That's, yeah, how, that's how good the game was. And then I can't remember one how since then. How disappointing. Yeah, You've oh, streaked. you gutted 100,000. <laughs> <grand points. laughs> I just picked like the best game yeah. of all time. <laughs> and no one remembers it. Oh, you do it at Brisbane Port and yeah. everyone's talking about how Lynchy didn't knock you out. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, everyone talks about Dermy getting knocked out and spewing up and kicking a goal. Yeah, they don't you forget. You got your muff out there. Don't forget. Oh, she, I think she's just topless. 
Yeah. Oh, that's oh, why. Go. Yeah. 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 Topless with a cape. Yeah. I know. She's yeah, fucking hiding. Overdressed. The guy ran on the ground at the grand final this year after the siren. I saw that. And I can't remember if he got picked up or yeah. they just said, just head back over the fence, mate. Well, He's obviously a very excited dogs fan. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Was it was in the forward pocket not far after the uh, final kick. Okay. It was. It may have been Bob Murphy. There was. Uh, <laughs> there was the bloke in England. Do you remember this? Like in the nineties, he used to try and infiltrate sporting events. But oh yeah. Dressed up in the clobber of whatever. Yeah, he was. Oh, in, yeah. He was he made in it halfway team out photo? to awards. He got team, team right. photo for Man United. Yeah, I think so. Um, was he at the tennis? He may have jumped on the tennis and actually played. Yeah. He grabbed a net with a, a racket with his mate. And yeah. Did something. He came out with a big racket. Everyone was too busy laughing <laughs> <laughs> to think that he wasn't real. No, the tennis audiences are the easiest audiences ever, though. They, no, how they you, laugh man. at anything. How dare you? If there's a moth, if there's a moth on the court, that, <laughs> that is fucking funny. That is I mean, true. the moth shouldn't be. Oh, you've got to get the boy right. boy or ball girl to play. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, stuff. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> but chuck in the big racket. You give yeah. a linesman a massage and that's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Stab someone, send a cook. Co- oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but he massaged her afterwards. Yeah, that's true. It was pretty funny. Yeah, he had a big knife. Is he out yet? Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. When was that? That was mid, that was early nineties. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd yeah. be out by now. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I look forward to finding out at the Australian Open in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting a bit sidetracked here. Aren't well, speaking we? of, we should speaking talk of football. Oh, actually, no. I'll tell you what, we should do. We should talk about my live shows, Adam. That's what we're going to do. Oh, speaking of people wanting to stab themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone who streets gets in for free. Yeah. 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 Is that what you're telling us? Don't stand up. Per Fringe, Feb one to Feb four at the State Theatre of WA, Western Australia. Good night. Nice. Get theater. tickets at fringeworld.com.au. What was that address again? Fringeworld.com.au, and then doing shows at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival from April ten to twenty three, and their tickets at trybooking.com. No, trybooking.com. Yeah, come along. Fringeworld.com.au. Feb 1. What do they search for? What's the name of your show, buddy? Life Mm. in Moderation. But search for Michael Chamberlain. L-I-N, not L-A-I-N. Yes. Many references this week when our friend, well, our friend. (laughs) (laughs) Good friend of the pod. Yeah, Yeah. friend of of the show. Michael Chamberlain, father of Rosario, our former husband of Lindy. He passed away. Got a few tweets, got a few texts. Yes, thank you, Junk Timers. Thank you for the people who are worried about me. Uh, But I'm okay. So he's L-A-I-N. I'm L-I-N. Yeah. Ironically, you used to play forward pod. For the dingoes, didn't you? Well, I tell you what. Actually, well, we'll talk about nicknames later on. But at my former cricket club, and it took a long time. It took them until I was about 22, 23 for them to work this out. Well, I suppose I started playing there when I was about nine, so it would have been inappropriate at the time. But in the final few years, uh, my nickname was Dingo. Really? Yeah, yeah. And people would say, "Hey, why do you call him Dingo?" And they go, "Oh, it's uh, Michael Chamberlain." And they'd go, "You sick fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. It'd be, it was, it was, yeah. Good one, bold Dingo. Yeah. Oh, it's a good nickname. Another wicket, Dingo. Yeah. On a hat trick, Dingo. Yeah. It's better than calling your baby. Better chin music, Dingo. Better <laughs> chin music, Dingo. <laughs> now, speaking of, uh, it, yeah, so get get to get. Fringeworld.com.au, Feb yes. one, Feb four, and then uh, April ten, April uh, ten. Try booking is at TRI. Uh, TRY. TRY. Thank you. Yeah. There's some quality stuff. Quality stand up. Absolute superlative stand up coming up. And yeah. yours. <laughs> yeah, really now it's obviously it's pre-season and people i mean people are usually flying if they're not flying then they're in the rehab group a lot of questions to be asked yeah. or in there in they're, fact they're club. getting ready yeah mm. um melbourne melbourne haven't done very well with their pre-christmas training camp oh what happened adam well they went away it was a grueling grueling pre-christmas training camp it was one of those fun ones no, no. so it, it was grueling and it was uh, they did a series of exercises designed to test them physically and mentally Right, as in Sudoku and whatnot, or what are we talking about? Well, I think so. Cryptic crosswords, yeah, that great. kind of stuff. You know, you just say to, you know, um, who would you say it to at, uh, at Melbourne? Spell Hertie Lumumba. Yeah, <laughs> explain what Hertie Lumumba means here <laughs> when he says that he's the prince. Yeah, yeah. yeah. explain it, that kind of thing. Anyway, they had a few injuries. Uh, one of them was Dom Tyson injured his knee. Mm. Um, On the camp? Yeah, during the camp. Oh, dude. So he, he dislocated his patellar tendon, which is his kneecap. Oh, shit. So he's gone till basically the start of the pre-season competition. But then they also lost uh, Christian Salem uh, as a part of the camp. And this is one of those injuries. It, it, it's befallen all of us, I think. You know, Climbing up to the top bunk on the bunk bed? I, oh, yeah. No, no, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. He was out there. Um, see, what happened was he failed to uh, pack his backpack correctly. Right. Which we've all done. And uh, he got hit in the head with a brick. What? <laughs> Which is one of the most common injuries that happens. <laughs> the old falling bricks in there. Yeah, yeah. So what FPS. happened? Yes. Oh, was, truth. So what happened? He bent down to get something and... <laughs> Obviously, the loose weight in the top of the backpack, the brick swung forward, with, which is unfortunate, is according to Captain Nathan Jones. Uh, accidents happen, and you can't foresee those injuries. Now, can I just say, Nathan, you can foresee a brick in the fucking head. 
<laughs> just don't carry bricks around during pre-season. Oh. Who is the player again? Sorry, Christian Salem. Christian Salem. So, so, so he's got in the backpack. He's bent over. Yeah. It slipped out and just cracked him in the back. He was in concussion you can't, you can't protocol. That. You can't see that coming, though. Like, as you're packing the backpack full of bricks, you're thinking, what's the, what's the worst that <laughs> could happen? happen? I better yeah. bend at the knees yeah. and zip it up. So, at the up. minute, we could go on the Melbourne website and be like, you know, white, three weeks, knee. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, Tyson gone, knee, uh, you know, three months. Two weeks, yeah. hamstring. Yeah, Salem. Salem. <laughs> New two brick. weeks, brick. <laughs> 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 well, there was the, who was it? The Patriots over in the States that had the gunshot wounds recently. Two yes. players out with that. And yeah. there was a, I can't remember for the life of me who it was, but back in the... Uh, Sort of late 80s, there was a Bears player whose official reason for being out was shark bite. Oh, fuck. I'll have to, I'm sorry I don't have the name, but someone got bitten by a shark. Remember show pretty foresee, good. You can probably get away with saying you can't foresee that one happening. For a shark, yeah. But a brick, why do they have to go? <laughs> it's pre-season training. Why do they have to do stuff so far out of yeah. the realm? Sorry. That they're just like, why don't you just so they're running around in the backpack with a bunch of bricks or a bunch of heavy stuff in yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think you've got to pack it properly. Like, why not? Or if you want to go to the full thing, um, go to Syria. That's right. Right? You, you land in Aleppo. You go to You put in your, your top 44, 48. You put in your best 48. Mm-hmm. And whoever makes it out, there's your 22. <laughs> yeah, I like it. A bit of sort of Hunger Games style pre Yeah, yeah. yeah and right. if they come back, if they make it back, you, you don't want to play that team in the first round. No, you <laughs> don't. The team that survived ISIS. You go, fuck, I'm not, going, I'm not playing on him. Team be... psychologist is working overtime. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. There's a bit of PTSD. That but that's yeah, okay. they'd be fitter than they've ever been. But they'd be... yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why not create a bit of a bonding scenario? Because obviously the bricks are a, a nominal weight. It's just something. Because all right, we're going to have you lug around a bag of bricks. Yeah, to carry a slab around for the day when they knock off. Sit around, polish off a few. Works the same. What could oh. possibly go wrong? Well, you know, it's very. If you're running around and stuff, you got a lot of foam. Uh, it'd be frothy. Yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah, that's I didn't true. think this through. Well, let no, the answer. No, <laughs> that, 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 that's that's why you're not. Uh, <laughs> you're not an elite footballer. <laughs> Now, I, I understand it was the same kind of army training they did last year. I think so. They, they had, had wake up what? at 3 a.m. and yeah. say, you know, what's your game plan? Oh, yeah. Camp. They did the, mm. yeah, they did the, the, the oh. sleep deprivation. Hmm. And once again, I think with the army, and I think Essendon did some Navy training before Christmas. No way. Yeah, just um, at a naval base, I think, somewhere in Victoria. Mm-hmm. I reckon that would actually be quite, it sounds a bit weird, but it would be quite enjoyable because you know you're not at, like, if someone's whacking the tin at 3 a.m. and saying, get up, you maggot, blah, blah, it's like, well... I don't have to do this for a living. This is just going to be a good insight as to what... Just to see what I can see do. what they can do, yeah. Yeah, I think Hawks went off to Kokoda again. I, th- I don't think they yeah. do that every year. I think it's they maybe do it every hat, second year. Yeah, it yeah. is a bit old hat. Yeah. Can't, guys. Stand around and sing horses after the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate away from yeah. Kokoda. As the Australians did when they uh, right. completed Kokoda originally. They were <laughs> hey, the first ones to sing horses. It wasn't the only unique injury. Um, right. Stevie Johnson, obviously, we talked about earlier. He uh, injured his thumb reaching into a bag for a phone. Yeah. Mm. I think we talked about that last pod or the pod before. Yeah. Well, he carries around a bag full of knives. Is that right? <laughs> and he puts his phone in the middle of it, so no one, and he forgot. He's like, oh, fuck, the knife, the knife bag. <laughs> and then Scott Thompson, he nearly, he nearly bloody killed himself. Scott Thompson is one of the weirder injuries I've ever heard of. From North Melbourne. Yeah. He slipped on dog's vomit. Slipped on dog's vomit. His so own dogs? Or? He'd come back from holiday and he hadn't changed the dog's water bowl yet. Got to change the water bowl. You, yeah, can't, have, thing you, you can't have still water. I mean, that's, that's malaria. That's that's that is, that poor dog. That's what Does they not do. have a soda stream? What's yeah, going on? fuck that poor dog. That I mean, was the main thing at the uh, Melbourne training camp. They'd come out at three in the morning and go, yeah. when do you change the dog's water? <laughs> <laughs> straight away, straight away. <laughs> <laughs> I get back, otherwise don't you hit me. Don't know what's uh, I'm hitting with a brick. So hang on, run me through this. He comes home from holiday. Comes home from holiday. crook from No, no, no. Well, they brought the dog with him. No, they haven't just left the dog there. <laughs> Forgive me, guys. Sorry. The, the dog's on the couch watching Foxtel. <laughs> oh, you're home early. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> the party. The, the dog's watching trash. the Westminster dog show. Yeah, he's watching, touching himself. Yeah, best in show. Yeah. <laughs> with the lipstick out. Oh, it's disgusting. He's <laughs> licking himself all over. Um, I'm and so, too. Yeah. Uh, they hadn't changed the water yet, and so the dog wandered over. I get a cheeky little refreshment. Oh, uh, yeah, he's just come home. Lap, lap, yeah, lap. Right. Yeah, probably two, three week old water. Yeah. And then realised that doesn't sit well with me. Nah. He's chucked that up, and then uh, Scotty's. He's well, in his words, I was in thongs and I didn't see it. Stepped over a Christmas present and just kept on going. I actually slipped over my dog's vomit. So it was a good little test. For what? What's the test? Well, just like, you know, how to <laughs> kind of land, I suppose. He, he didn't hurt himself as such. He's, it's Unless fine. the present he stepped over was ironically f- one of those fake vomits. And it was just a good test as to how he was To see which one would. Or else, or else, as he said there, because he said he's wearing thongs, never wear thongs around dog's vomit. Everyone knows that yeah, old that adage. Yeah, that old adage. Yeah, that's, yeah. Right. that's the boot stutters. Uh, problem. <laughs> Got to have your moulds on around dog's vomit. And you know what I love? This is a pretty innocuous story, surely. Yeah. But the internet's so wonderful that, uh, and the Herald Sun website's so wonderful. <laughs> they actually have a comment section. Good. As we need. We need to I hear the know people's what everyone has to say about <laughs> <this> immediately. <laughs> 
Uh, let me see. Someone's Preferably written, abusive. Uh, well, oh, no, it'd be, be measured. It'd be measured comments about <laughs> slipping in dogs vomit. Oh, actually, here's one. Here's one that's actually providing a bit of a bit of a. A bit of a question to what the true story was. Yeah. Oh, from Patricia. Oh, so it's yeah. Okay. She writes, uh, is that is that what excuse well, bloody hell. Is that what excuse they use now for a big night on the booze? But of the course, dog was pissed. Of course. <laughs> Jesus. The dog's had a kebab. <laughs> oh god. Of course it wasn't a drunken fall. It had to be the dog. Really? Woof woof. That's from Patricia. Patricia, what are you Patricia? saying? The woof woof implies the dog was in on it. Yeah. Uh, someone says, when all else fails, blame the dog. Gee, people are doubting. How are we doubting the, the solid Thompson. reputation of Scott It's Thompson. just so ludicrous, though, that if you were going to make something up, you'd go, yeah, I slipped in the shower. You know, yeah. You know, it was, I stepped over a president and slipped on dog vomit. And he said he had thongs on. like, And they would have been, he's a football player, they would have been Havianas. They're not your Kmart yeah, double yeah. pluggers. Well, that's probably where he went wrong. Yeah. You've got to go the double pluggers. And you oh, the Kmart. Grip. They're good for, like, you know, when you're... Water skiing. If they're good <laughs> for everything. You know, you're down the tip with the tr- getting the trailer on. Not the only other big news in the AFL. Hold your hats mm. onto your head right now. Oh, actually, we were all wearing hats. We are. Okay, Adam, change, change, don't <laughs> put, take your hat off. <laughs> change my hat. Take your hat off. What's wrong with this bucket hat? Um, it's actually got those flaps on the side. The <laughs> well, I get cold so ears. Premiership Bulldog Jordan Ruffhead turns pet detective after finding a lost, lost turtle outside his house. Okay. So, okay. Jordan Ruffhead... He got far. He found a turtle on the street out the front of Richmond, right? He so, what I'm hearing is that um, <laughs> there's not a lot of football news <laughs> <laughs> over the summer. Imagine I saw a street He <laughs> <laughs> found a turtle on the corner Albert and Brighton Streets in Richmond. Uh, mm-hmm. Put that up on Twitter. So it could be a lost pet or present and hoping to find someone who could help. And we got a, he got a reply from our old friend, uh, Dr. Chris Brown, Bondi Vet, my mate. DRC, yeah. the good doctor. So the man from uh, Get, I'm a Celebrity. said, looks like you've got yourself a freshwater turtle there. A local vet or wildlife org should help. Let me know if you need some more tips. And then about a day later. Yeah, who owns it? Uh, well, that's the thing. We don't quite know yet. I don't think it's been solved. It could not have got far. Why didn't you just knock on the next door neighbour's house? Well, that's actually a really good it's point. It's only going for three days. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so he's got it in a little bucket, um, letting it have a bit of a swim around. Oh, good on you. Well, and we then, uh, just, I think it was last week, uh, Jordan Roughhead slipped over in some turtle vomit. That's right. <laughs> When in doubt, blame the turtle. But also on top of that, Archie Smith from your friend, yeah. the Brisbane Lions. No, that was nasty, actually. That could have been much worse. Yeah, he stepped on a stingray. Yeah, he got the barb right in there. He had to have an operation or a little operation to get... Ah, there's a picture of it, Harold son. You didn't need to show that to me. So a picture of his foot. Oh, Is yeah. Is the barb hanging out of it? Oh, look at that. Yeah, it's not good. Well, that's pretty pretty nasty. He's got a pretty bad blister on his uh, Don't on make the ball of his foot well. down and look at a wound. I guarantee you somewhere in that article they would mention Steve <laughs> Irwin. You have to. You have to. Otherwise, people don't know what a, a stingray barb is. Uh, let's have a look around. So he was paddling around. Uh, where where was on the he? Gold Coast. Yeah, Gold Coast. Oh, yeah. Conspiracy theories start again. Yeah. Nobby Beach. What's Nobby Beach? It's a nudist beach uh-huh. uh, for only blokes. True. No, I don't know what Nobby Beach is. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, <laughs> actually, I, I did see that. I don't know where Nobby Beach is. There's been quite a few AFL players now that have um, stood on the old stinger. Wasn't there one... Uh, there was a Melbourne player, I believe, a stingray couple of years or ago. Like just jellyfish stuff. I mean, oh, stingray. Yeah, right. No jellyfishes. No, I, I think a lot of them are southerners. Did Dane Beams perhaps step on one a few years ago? I can't remember. Possible. I reckon stingrays would be a good name for an actual team. There is one. Is what there is a sporting it? team? What's the? Is it the Dandenong stingrays? That sounds familiar. Well, they're the scorpions, they're no, aren't they? They're known for their no. stingrays, oh, aren't God. they, Dandenong? Well, as is the joy of the internet, they also have a comment section. Oh, article. what do people say about this? Conspiracy. Um, is Patricia on there? <laughs> from Adrian. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stingray barbs are very venomous, and a sting on any part of the body can be fatal as well as extremely painful. An ambulance should always be called to such an incident, either an ambulance or a helicopter to be dispatched, depending on the patient's condition and distance from the hospital. This is a comment, or is this part of the article? They got two likes. <laughs> um... Let me see. They do oh, know that the guy went to hospital and like took a photo of it and it's totally operation. fine. Like yeah. it's okay. But we do have one from Glenn here. An ambulance dot dot dot. Really? <laughs> oh, really, Glenn? <laughs> Glenn. Come on. <laughs> Surely you just chop it off and go about your, your holidays. Uh, Soft. Here we go. Let me think. The Brisbane Lions are fucked this year, mate. If here you're if you're calling an ambulance for a stingray, ridiculous. What next? What next? You'll be calling one for a bypass. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Soft. Let me think. Uh, Jeremy, stick to articles on your own snorefest sport. I think he's having to go at a previous comment. So it became a little debate about which sport's a better sport. Yeah. No, as it should. <laughs> I can hell. Because there's no better place to do it than the comment section. So hopefully Archie Smith is back up. Scott Thompson, dog vomit and stuff. Sonny, you've had an, you had an interesting uh, run-in with your dog. This will be good. Oh, I've been 
uh, you're talking about my champion greyhound, Mushy Mountain. Oh, I don't know. Which dog beat you in the face? Yeah, that's happened three occasions now. You've been bit in the face three times? Yeah, um, yeah, I have. I've known uh, you for one of those. I didn't know about the other two. Yeah, well, I, they were all entirely my fault, basically. Uh, I'll run you through them very quickly. The <laughs> first one was a couple of years ago. A very placid dog, by the way. Um, <laughs> Sounds it. Got some fangs on him. Uh, I, I got home a little bit, little bit under the weather mm-hmm. uh, for a heavy night and got in the beanbag with him and was nuzzling up a little too close. And in hindsight, I was probably there for way too long. I was right in, in his grill just having a cuddle for about 40 minutes. He was asleep and eventually got jack of it and just sort of latched onto my face. Mm. And uh, that one was really scary, obviously, because it was the first time. And I, I really actually thought the worst. It took me a while to build up the courage to look in the mirror. And the second occasion was actually down at uh, down the park, down at Edinburgh Gardens. I was being a responsible dog owner and had him on the lead. Good. Yeah, as you do. You're a good man. I, well, I wouldn't go that far. And uh, he was sort of behind me while I was sitting down, and unbeknownst to me, the lead's pretty long, it's about a metre and a half, and it had lassoed loosely around his testicles. <laughs> and he went to walk off, and I sort of gave a, a pull as in like, no, buddy, this way, wrench them. Yep. Wrench his, he spun around. Got me again, but just on the nose. Ooh. So that one was more comical because it was just to turn my nose into a sieve. Basically. I'm on his side that time. Oh, both times yeah, so far. Yeah, yeah. And then the third occasion was actually on grand final eve. This grand final just gone. Oh, well, it's spirit of the dogs. Spirit of the dogs. And you know what? <laughs> I put 50 bucks on them straight away after I dealt with the wounds. I was down at uh, the pub footy day down at Vic Park. Uh-huh. And... Yeah, you know, everyone's got their dogs out on the field at three-quarter time, all the rest of it, and he's out there. And he was fine, but he just had a bit of a grumble about this lab that was lurking around. So I thought, oh, I better play it safe again, being a good, responsible dog owner. I'll put him on the lead. And I went to do that, and he sort of jumped to, to sprint away, and impulsively I went to grab him. But I was grabbing him from behind, and again, I kind of got him in the area that I shouldn't have, and I, I got his tackle a bit, and he lurched around. <laughs> that one was nasty, because he actually got me on the, the throat. Jesus. Fucking hell. <laughs> I don't think you should own a dog anymore, <laughs> mate. <laughs> He's thinking the same thing. But yeah. um, Can that he... one was bad, because it just started pissing out, basically, and the, and the blood. Of your throat? There. Yeah. And it hit the grass before I could get my hand under it. Oh, dude. Sorry. 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 It's no, it was pre-season. It was like a barb in the foot. It's fine. I didn't call it an ambulance. <laughs> no. I'm not soft. No, I'm an idiot. So you went straight away... This is a fighting dog. Let's build a ring. Oh, 100%. Get a competition going. <laughs> well, the thing is, he hadn't fought for weeks. So <laughs> that was part of it. But I left and, um, you know, it's that thing when you're in shock as well. I remember it would have been a weird sight because it was a very sociable day and I was classing. And someone's like, a mate of mine's like, you want an Uber? I'm like, no, no, I'm just down the road. I'm all right. And I remember calling my girlfriend going, now, don't freak out. Uh, I'll be home in a minute. Do we have uh, any first aid? She's yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. What's happened? I'm like, mush has mauled me uh, <laughs> again. Oh, so anyway, that's the that's the only times that it's happened. If that was was that what you're talking about? The first one oh, I was, right, but yeah, not good. the not didn't know it went for your the throat. First one, the first the swelling was like I looked like bloody quagmire out of yeah. Family Guy. Not many people have uh, three dog stories. <laughs> I was looking for one. But the third one, third one's great. And obviously, I've slipped on his vomit. But I mean, that's no, that's, that's yeah. like being a dog owner. Yeah, that happens. Being a Brisbane Lions fan, you mm. must be pretty happy. From this uh, little line here, and again on the Herald Sun, uh, I'm not even going to scroll comment down section, to see if there's comment section. Please, comment yeah. section yeah. Brisbane coach and former school teacher Chris Fagan says the Lions players have been quick to pick up the club's new game plan. I find it interesting that they have to throw in, and have you noticed this? Every, every there's parlance with everything, but. The last few weeks when I've been reading anything about Brisbane, it's mentioning how he used to be a school teacher. Okay, let's look it up. Well, I, I think that really helps helps the players well, understand the game. Yeah, like Brendan Bolton, right. when you're a shit team, you need a school teacher. Although Clarko was a school teacher. Yeah, they're, oh, all, they're all school teachers. there's a real mentality. Because these are young blokes as well coming through. Yeah. And the fact that that article is about they're, they're quick to pick up the game plan, i.e. score more points than the other mob, mm. is probably due to the fact that he could teach four-year-olds math. Well, I'm looking down here. So... He was an assistant coach at Melbourne from 1999 to 2007. Then yep. he went to Hawthorne after that. So essentially for maybe 18 years, he probably hasn't been a school teacher. I, don't, I think that would have been a full-time job. When you yeah, I'll tell you But he also hasn't been a coach for a while because wasn't he like a uh, like footy manager or something at, at Hawthorne? Yeah, yeah. So, so for 18 years, he hasn't been a school teacher. So for 18 years, or well, more than that. He's still I, safe. I, I, haven't, I haven't worked in a boulder shop, but it would be weird. <laughs> it'd be like, it'd be like well, I worked in childcare probably at that time. So You did? Would, yeah. What? I worked in childcare. The fuck? Did they tell you that? No, you know that. <laughs> and then you got banned from childcare. That was that was my my last job before comedy. And his first streak. Yeah, I, I worked at childcare. I did not know I that. I worked at primary school doing before and after care. That is incredible. Some to of those me. kids are thirty now. 
It's chilling. Look at you. Um, <laughs> but uh, that would be like saying, you know, yeah. comedian Michael, Michael Chamberlain, comedian and former childcare worker, yeah. <laughs> today won an Oscar for best screenwriter. To be fair, I'm picking <laughs> up think they like that. Yeah. So You're burying the lead there a little bit. Yeah, so no, Chris, it is the, the former teacher stuff. I think, uh, yeah, we're screwed. Brisbane are screwed either way. So they, they went on a they went on a camp. Now was it? Uh, no, see, they, Queenslanders, Queenslanders. Where do they go? Because everyone does heat training. So where would Queens? Where would a Queensland team? We'd go? probably go somewhere cold. They went down south. Didn't yeah, they? they went to Tassie. Didn't they, they went they to Lonnie. Tassie? Yeah, good. Went to Launceston, where yeah, he is from. Uh, I believe he's from. He played there. Yeah, burning Queenstown, Tasmania. So he's gone home and gone. Ah, oh, fuck. I can't just take holidays anymore. I'm going to get the club to pay for this. Yeah, get the players down. down. Yeah, it was over Christmas, and Mum and Dad were there. Yeah. Now, were there uh, backpacks with bricks or anything like that? Or no, they, they, no, they didn't do anything anything like that. They're not they're not up to that level yet. They're not no. Melbourne level. But he said uh, we did a lot of education and practice around that game plan, and the guys showed a pretty good understanding in a short space of time. So not great. That's but not pretty that good. confident. It's not that resounding, is it? is it? And then he said, "It will take a while before we nail it. You don't stand up, show some vision, practice it three times, and you've got it. It's a work in progress." Right. So he said, "We've got the rest of the preseason and the season itself to nail it." So he's not even expecting. He's expecting by round twenty-two to have it down. Yeah. If then. Yeah. To, and to, he said they've got the gist of it. Yeah. There's you no know what gist? Absolutely <laughs> I don't want concrete, gist. Is there? You, you know what that that to be your membership slogan? We've yeah. got the gist. Yeah. They've, they've, <laughs> no, we're getting the gist of it. <laughs> they've got the vibe. Yeah, yeah. We've sort of got the hang of it, but some of it isn't there. Now, 2017 is our preseason. 2018, <laughs> the gist, we're getting yeah. the gist of it. Let's dig a bit deeper. So, were you sad Leper went, or did he have to go? Oh, look, I'm sad because I really liked Leper as a footy player and, mm. and as a stalwart of the club. Yeah, but it's one of those things that. I honestly don't think it would have made a huge difference who's coaching this year. I don't think we're going to do well. But I I think sometimes you need a circuit breaker. Sometimes you've got to... Need a former school of, teacher. Get a, got to get out of school care yep. and uh, get into comedy podcasting. But you're happy with uh, Fagan? Yeah, Fagan's paddock. It's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you, did, were you hoping for any other coach rather than Well, that Fagan? was the thing. Like, you know, when, when these things come up, they always throw out the same sort of names. And, and I was never really passionate about anyone in particular coming in. Yep. It's probably the first time in a long time where because there weren't any ex-players on the list, it's the first time we haven't had an ex-player for a little while. Yeah, okay. Um, I just thought, bugger it, just get someone in who can get the gist of it for a year or two and then yep. uh, pre-season it up for 2019. Would have been nice to see like uh, like Jared Brennan yeah, right. coaching. I mean, he was, like he was really, really passionate as a player <laughs> and I thought he could have transferred that yeah. uh, as a coach. I'm actually a bit lost as to who were the names that were put up. I suppose if you've Johnny Gaskev, ago now. obviously. Uh, yeah. DJ Daryl White. Yep, uh, okay. The usual, the usual <laughs> names. Yeah. Martin Pike. The, yeah, what Pike a great coach. Pike was there. What a great coach. I think Brett Ratton's name was quite high on the list. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Maybe been. Choco Williams would have been thrown into that mix. Yeah. yeah. And there'd have to be a few other assistants floating around. It's not quite English football, but there are starting to get some familiar names that are the journeyman coaches and, and Choco yeah. Williams and Rodney Eade and these bikes are definitely... Yeah. Sorry, I should say that correctly. The Choco Williamses, the Rodney Eades. <laughs> yeah, Rodney Eades is <laughs> the plurals. Yep. Third man uproar, gone. Well, banned. Me. Banned. I'm interested by this one. Mm. They say... Well, I think their theory is that... Well, they want the, to protect the big man, so make sure the big man has a role. Oh, yeah. You know, you know how many big men have... Quit the game because the third man up. Like mm. there are no mm. ruckmen left in our game, in our great game. Well, they all we, said we're not going to play. We had one, and he got done by a stingray. Yeah, and it's so. all about kind of congestion. So they've done their figures about how third man goes up. Mm. What happens after that? So one thing at the stoppages, if it's two, just two ruckmen, it ended in a clearance for either team. That's seventy-eight percent of the time. Okay, right. And then that that's number dropped to seventy-five percent when a third. Oh! Man goes. <laughs> Three percent, one percent, one. Yeah, you can't drop to nearly three quarters of the time. That is that's so, absurd. So no wonder they changed it. <laughs> I, I, I never realised why I was so angry at a game, but that's it. Reduce the up. players in general. Get yeah. rid of that bike. But is actually, that seriously, the stat that they put ahead to yeah, this overall stoppages. But then there's an interesting one here where it says uh, the numbers were different for pure ball ups around the ground. What's the difference between a pure ball up and a stoppage? Oh, it would be well, no third man's not going up at the ruckman. Oh, okay. Usually they might have a ball if it's in a bad third man up. Oh, ball in, of course. Yeah, yeah sorry. Someone coming around sorry, the corner. Yeah, yeah, of course. Sorry, have you played, you've seen the game before? Yeah, I'm a fucking yeah, idiot. Okay. And they said... Uh, what are you teaching those kids? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when a third man... Uh, so this is from ball ups. Yeah. When a third man, used, uh, third man went up, mm. uh, it cleared 44% of the time compared to when two men were going up, 39% of the time. Fuck. 5% difference. 
I think we're going to see a different game. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if we'll recognise our great game. You're not going to recognise no. it. <laughs> so <laughs> half the coaches were into it. Half the coaches weren't. Yeah, that's really interesting, isn't it? And less than half the players idea? were into it. Do you have any idea as to which teams were and weren't into it? Like, obviously the ones who are better at getting in and under and clearing it. Well, I'm tipping the better clearance teams Well, who do you reckon it, uh, Who do you reckon did know. it the most? I'm going to say Hawthorne. Jordan Lewis was up a lot. Jordan Lewis mm. did do a lot. They actually do have the stats here. The Cats did it the most. Of course, Blixat. Yeah. But he's basically a ruckman. Uh, he got 154 times, and then that was way, way, way down to Ollie Wines at 65. So it was yep. two and a half times. Is Jordan Lewis is at 54 and fifth. If there's another person in there, yeah, so that's what I would have thought. In your head, you kind of picture that, don't you? Like they're punching it clear. But I suppose the, uh, I, the I mean, champion to do something. I mean, champion data doesn't lie. No, well, that's true. I mean, that's never lied. That's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, who knows how we'll find out, or how they actually even adjudicate it? Like what happens because they say designated ruckman. Well, I but guess sometimes ruckman, you know, the, the ball falls short, and so a third person might run in. Mm. Like, what if it's a bad bounce, mm. but the ump says play on? Yeah. Can only those two... They have to wait for it to hit the deck? Or if you're just in a better position, you're on the ground, can you punch it forward? Do they bounce it around the ground anymore, or is it always a ball up? It's normally up? a ball up, isn't it? Yeah, they never bounce it, so it's always straight up and down, so it must be the two guys. But if you're a ruckman running over there and you're like, I'm, not, I'm gassed. I'm not going to make yeah. it. I'm cooked. Yeah. I'm cooked. It's deep in the last quarter. I can't get there. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Geordie Lewis, get up there. And he yeah. jumps up, you know, and you go, <whistles> no, mate. You're not the nominated ruckman. No. Surely, just prior to the ball up, they'll say, "Right, who are the two clowns going?" See, that's gonna that's gonna bog down. It's gonna waste time though. Isn't it? Great game. Just gonna be all right. Who's our designated ruckman? You go. I'm Max Gorn, and and, uh, you know, um, who's another Paul Popolo? This is Rockford, I think. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable. I, I think they've ruined our game. I wanted more. I wanted more men up. Four men up. Oh, 17. I actually wanted like a seventeen. Player. One down. <laughs> I wouldn't mind like a, a large sort of lab coat and someone on the shoulders masquerading as one tall doctor. That's not bad. Yeah. I want to see like, like uh, the rugby union where they lift them up by the shorts from the line That's out. Good. Yeah. Well, in rugby league, there was a thing a couple of years ago that, that was brought in where, in order to speed up the game, you can set a scrum as long as you've got the required amount of people, which is eight. And in years gone past, the team could kick the ball out and milk the clock. Because they have to wait for their big fat props and their second rows to come in. Right. Now, if you set the scrum in time, the whistle stops. So what happens is, effectively, they've got all these blokes who, like an AFL, are supposed to be the ruckman, all the props and whatnot, gassed out on the wing, and all the wingers and fullbacks are in the scrum going, fuck, we've got to sit here for this play because they want to hurry it along. So maybe we start saying no ruckman up. Just whoever's around. Just whoever's around. So we just get the Rovers just go, how good would that be? Four and a half foot blokes just going at it on a bounce. How about, all right, so how many, how many ball-ups do you reckon per, per game? Oh, I'd have to look at champion per data. Game. I'd have to make calls. Yeah, but every player on the ground has to... You've got to be in. Got to be up in, the, up in the ruck at some point during the game. Like, you know, like in uh, 2020 cricket, you've got to bowl four overs. Yeah, right. So you've got to go up twice in a game. And you can nominate... cricket, everyone must bowl. Yes. Everyone yes. must Yes, everyone has up. to have a go. Or in little kid football, I remember the umpire would sometimes just say, you and you, you're going up in the ruck. Yep. Sure. So the umpire can just des- designate. Yeah, and they get people roughly about hands. the same size. Yeah. Can I say, though, at the, a lot of boundary umpire throw-ins, uh, these boundary umpires need to lift their fucking games. There's a lot of short throw-ins these days. There are. And I think it's a scourge it's... on our game. <laughs> How about having having kick-ins? Get them to torpedo it. Oh, bomb it just as high barrel as it into just the middle. Barrel into the guts. Yeah. And do you free trust? Parole. Do you trust an umpire to nah. do that? No, that's why I love it. They yeah. might shank it and yeah, get go anywhere. Yeah, okay. I'm thinking about how we can get up. Spread up the forward. game out. I like it. Some of the new nicknames of the new draftees. We're already onto that. Can Show we, a bit of the sense go, of humour. Can we go? Can you give us the name and then we try and think? Yeah, of the yeah. Name? That's why I figure I'd give that a crack. Um, here we go. And who says there's no football news over summer? <laughs> I mean, I just I, people say that, and I don't buy into it. But also at the same Seriously, time, two streakers, guys. <laughs> yeah, fun. it was amazing. Also at the same time, a lot of these people would have come to the club with nicknames. Mm. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you no, that's, your junior, anyone? that's your junior, junior nickname. Chef. How do you yeah. oppose yeah. your junior nickname without being an alpha male? Yeah, if your that's nickname's true. T-Bone and you rock up and it's like, no, nah, we're calling you Dingo. If I rocked yeah. up, if I rocked up to Hawthorne tomorrow yeah. and said yeah. everyone call me Dingo, would yeah. they call me Dingo? Yeah, oh, they'd probably say, fuck off, Dingo. And, and it's only a very small group of people who call me Dingo. I, I get, you know, many d- other different nicknames yeah. from other people. Well, um, I, don't, I don't think in general, depending on who you are, unless you're in an already established name in public, you can never state your own nickname, can you? Too, it's very difficult. You, you just kind of go with what people call you from the start. Yeah. And you sort of and then I hope it filters yeah. in. That's right. And maybe let them know, like, yeah. pop it on, like, yeah, not a huge fan of that. Hopefully man. the crowd maybe calls you out. Like, people aren't going to go, yeah. Dingo, as you kick it from full back. It's too weird. When, oh, they know, f- when they know where it's from. Oh, for fuck's sake, Dingo. Um, so, All right. Essendon, Andy McGrath. 
taken number one. Pigeon. Right on the money. Bang. Really? Right I love the, the crossover bullshit yeah. from another sport. Yeah, oh, Gary Lyon. It's yeah. the worst nickname ever for Nathan, for Nathan Lyon. That's put incredible. out a tweet. It's uh, so lazy and shit. Terrible. Put out a tweet with some bird seed in his locker. Someone to put there. Some prank stuff. <laughs> wow. Some prank stuff. Fuck it. That's almost like a stuff. key in tuna. Yeah. And, and they it said, covered uh, his car in shit. <laughs> <laughs> looks like the new nickname is going to stick. Hashtag pigeon. Hashtag oh. KK. Hashtag KK. Oh, he's a typo. He's actually in the clan. Yeah. <laughs> KK, what's that? <laughs> Hashtag KK. Okay, uh, for any Essendon supporters out there, yeah. know what that means? Yeah. Help us out. Uh, here we go. Um, Hugh McCluggage. McCluggage? Oh. Is that what you just said? Yeah, yeah. what do you call it? McCluggage? Mc- yeah, McCluggage, yeah. McCluggage, yeah. Hugh um, McCluggage. Okay, that would be... From the Lions. Um, what would you call Ronald it? Suitcase? I Backpack. Know. Yeah. Not too um, far language. away, not too away from... American Tourista? Not too, too far specific. from. <laughs> That's a little shit. Okay. <laughs> American Tourista! American Tourista! <laughs> What's American Tourista? It's a big... It's a suitcase. Uh, uh, rent, rent. You have to ask. <laughs> not a great yeah, but he's a fucking idiot. Go again with the name, sorry. McCluggage. Hugh McCluggage. What about huge? Hugh Jars. Jars. No. Uh, you're, you're on along with, uh, with the with suitcase, McCluggage. baggage. Suitcase. Uh, shorter, shorter. Bags. Shorter. Suits. Bags. 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 Yeah, he's got bags. Okay. okay. Yeah. Should be McBag. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is, you won't get this one, but Kobe Much. Uh, I don't know. Kobe. Bombers. I don't know much. Um, but I know I love you. Much, yeah. M-U-C-H. Uh, uh, you won't get it all, actually. The eel. Uh, referencing to his swimming, I think it's implying that he is a slow swimmer, so Eric the Eel. Okay. From the, uh, <laughs> he's Sydney a game. slow swimmer. Wow. Wow. We're going to remember that when he's that on the field. stinks of uh, forced, you know, bonding. Yeah. Day yeah, one yeah, of the They need to come up with something. We'll go for a dip. Oh, you know Eric that, over there. You know what that tells me? They don't like him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they hate his guts. He will not be there at the, in two years' time. Ryan Garthwaite at Richmond. Ryan Garthwaite. So Garth Brooks. We mentioned... Brooks. We mentioned... Well, Horses. I mentioned a singer. Is there Daryl Braithwaite? Is there Daryl? Daryl. Daryl. Really? Fuck, you know you. I should be around the club. Yeah, I know. Football is a uh, uh, um, catchphrase right here. You Can I do know? two more? I'll do two more. Chambo? <laughs> Rosie? Yes, very I'll tell good. I'll you what I'm on good. today. Did you ever get a nickname other than Rosie? I didn't get Rosie until I was in about year nine, mm. and good lordy, I hated it. That Did you? Really? Oh, as a 15-year-old, oh, the last thing you want to yeah, be called yeah, is yeah. a girl's flower. name. Yeah, or a flower, yeah. 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 I've had people call me Petunia, because they, oh. they know it's a flower, but they can't remember which one it is. No. Daisy. Oh, but I guess Daisy Thomas. Yeah, that's a saving grace. Yeah. <laughs> what would you prefer? What did you have before then? Just ads or Adam or something? Yeah, I think so. It was never too... Never too much thought of. Complicated. I wasn't doing anything good. I, I reckon we, yeah. Hey, fuck with. Might start calling you Dingo. Yeah. From North Melbourne. This is actually kind of a fun one. Nick Larky. Uh, Ma? How do you spell Larky? Uh, L-A-R-K-E-R-Y. Ma? I don't, I don't think you'll get it. No. But no, yeah, it's a kind of combination of the words. So Nick Larky, Larky, maybe that starts at the end of a word. Maybe Malark- put, no, you put a little Larky. something in front of Larky. Oh, I'm hungry. Three in the morning. Wouldn't mind. Suvlaki. Suva. Suva's all right. Suv. Suv. Suv's not bad. Fuck, I don't mind that at all. Suvlaki. Yeah, that's quality. That's a great one. That is good. (laughs) Jeez, we're easily pleased. Mid-Jan, guys. (laughs) Yeah, who says there's no... You know what uh, I want, though? I want uh, Junk Timers to send in their uh, nicknames, either theirs or players that they've played with. That would be great. Because I love them. Yeah, yeah. Bloke, uh, because there's the stock standard ones at every club, isn't there? There's always a Macca or a Chicken. There's a Macca, there's a Bluey. We had a porno at footy club. Yeah, at porno. Because of his love for it? I don't think it was really... I, I don't know the origin story, really? but again, okay. after the game, people would be like, why porno? And I, I mean, I don't know, but it's always great shout out. Porno, porno, porno. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Boda, played with the Boda, just because it was like such a massive unit that that was his turning circle. Oh, okay. So anything that's actually got a sporting yep. parlance to it. I like that. Were you gonna, is, that is that it, Chamber? Are we done? There's one more, and it's... You've saved the worst to last? Well, uh, yeah, pretty much. So, Sam Draper from Essendon again. Gee, a lot of Essendon. Yeah. Um, so what's, um, Sam Matt, Draper. what's Mad Men? Don? Don? Well, Don? actually, that would be a good one. I, th- I don't think... Uh, do you think Mad Men kind of infiltrated into the world of Probably AFL? Possibly not. Some Mad yeah. Men have infiltrated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but as a, as a TV show, I would yeah. think not. They're, a bit of drinking scotch during the day, but I don't think much yeah. more than that. They're more your Breaking Bad kind This of one's not creative at all, so you can just front. do the basic. Sam Draper, what do you reckon he gets? Drapes. Drapes. Drapes curtains. Curtains. Yeah. curtains. Yeah. curtains. So, so you guys are working See? well already. Carpet yeah. match curtains. Yeah. Muff. Muffy. Yeah. Yeah, muff. yeah and you've got to go that extra level. Yeah. Yeah. We just call everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Here not, we go. not too far to go. 
But um, what until preseason starts? Just quickly on preseason, mm. you know how they're, they're starting roughly now. They've had their Christmas camps and yeah, all that yeah. jazz. They're back training now. I, uh, as it is cricket season, coach a junior cricket team, and a couple of the youngsters, you are do, fourteen years old, oh. and they said we, we we might miss a couple of sessions because we've got preseason footy training. Preseason footy training as a junior, November. Last November. No way. They're, what, they're, th- they're 13. Yeah, they're 13, 14 years old. And they're, because basically what happens is, you know, one or two clubs do it and then it's like, well, they're going to get the jump on the rest of us mm. and, they, and they all dive in. Like, I'd love to know the earliest. Like, some people start pre-season before, like mid-season, I guess, mm. much like the Brisbane Lions. But <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. The, the kids, it's fucking scary, actually. They're, they're, they're doing that stuff months out. Back in the days, it was footy. Cricket. Now, do you find that the 2020 has been infiltrating junior cricket? Yeah. Because I noticed something the other day when I was uh, watching... Your nephew? Yeah, okay. I was trying to keep him out of it, but um, (laughs) he was doing reverse sweeps. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I said, just so you know, you can do that kind of now in the backyard, but don't you ever do that at training or at a game? V or daddy brings out the big belt. <laughs> <laughs> but are people doing that? Kids doing that? Yeah, there's a lot of that. And in a way, it's fine. Like it's getting kids entertained where they, they come into training and they're talking about they want to be so-and-so and Dave Warner and all that jazz. That's fine. But, yeah, come on, man. No, well, I used to get off the, the mark with a, with a ramp shot. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Straight over the keeper's head. You know what I'm actually looking forward to pre-season style? Like in February, we've got the Women's League coming up. Sorry to digress a bit. No, no, not at all. Please. But what's fascinating to me about that is that I've been working on the Big Bash and doing a lot of the WBBL, the women's stuff, yep. which I actually enjoy a bit more because they can't just bludgeon it over the fence. They okay. have to pierce the field and manipulate yep, yep. it. It's proper cricket. But there's a lot of women who actually cross over. Who are playing the footy season and also playing for the Stars, the Renegades. Oh, there's, right. there's multiple. Like, uh, Lamb, Emma Carney. Um, oh, fuck, the names miss me now, but there's about five or six of them who That's great. are doing great. And it just reminded me of like, how great it was when folks like Simon O'Donnell or yeah. Maxie Walker, Maxie like, Walker. Back in the 80s, you yeah. could still have a Warnie? VFL career. Warney played a couple of games for St Kilda. Yeah. Like one of the great things to be able to at least parry it and just be Royal play Rovers everywhere. and play yeah. everywhere. Yeah, just there was, uh, let me think, it's Erin uh, Phillips, I believe. Yeah, I think of the top head. She play, she play, she's an Opal, WNBA player. Jess Cameron. Jess uh, Cameron plays for player. the Stars. Very good bat yep. and is also going to play for Collingwood. Um, and then you've got the netballers who are getting poached. In a couple of years, unfortunately, the one negative about women's sport being so progressive and actually becoming professional is that they're not going to be able to do that for much longer. Yeah, you can't cross Cricket Australia already long. making them sign contracts saying you will prioritise yeah. this training. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Along with the no pregnancy clause, that type of thing. Yeah. So you're not pregnant at the start of the season. Yeah, okay. Legitimate. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I find that bloody fascinating. No, no, because on Feb 3, we're going to talk about it. Carlton, uh, Collingwood Carlton kicking off at uh, Olympic Park Oval. That's Great. the uh, the debut of the, the Women's League. And I believe and it's uh, free. You, you don't have to pay to get tickets. You can oh, really? just rock on down there, yeah. Which is great. I think just for I you, think are you just going to yeah, yeah, back yeah. exit? So and, uh, all the games will be on Fox Footy. And, uh, oh, that's awesome. One game a week on Channel 7 and in the first round there'll be two games. The debut game and then a game. Uh, Doggies versus Frio. But also I think great thing about the um, returning to the suburban grounds as well. So they're going to be at Witten Oval, they're going to be at Icon Park, well, Princess Park. Um, Olympic Park. Fremantle Oval, which is a great, uh, a great yes. place. I remember years ago going down to Fremantle, which is a beautiful spot of the world, beautiful mm. part of the world. And I remember heading down there on the train. I had a gig that night. Uh, by the way, Fringe Got one there, Fred one, Fred four, and uh, I, I tweeted out uh, heading down to Fremantle. Hope I see Aaron Sanderlands. Yep. And then I got off the train and I kind of just wandered out. I, I like looking at training overs, and I realised Fremantle's training over wasn't too far away. Stroll down, probably five minutes from the train station. Mm. Get there. Fremantle are having a little bit of a kind of Christmas party. Oh yeah. Kids' day, family day. Yep. Who do I see? Aaron Sanderlands. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I predicted it. Amazing. You predicted your own stalking, yeah, effectively. The yeah. players were walking around. Ross Lyon even had a smile on his face. He wouldn't believe wow, it. He wouldn't believe it. That is incredible. And then you saw um, Colin Sylvia at the Krispy Kreme. <laughs> <laughs> Just chowing down. I think that, that women's league is going to be great because it's also they're smart that they've condensed it, big bash style, into whatever it is. It's that six to eight Six week weeks, period. yeah. Yeah, yeah like that's that. brilliant. Yeah, I think it'll work well. And also the access to, like, in terms of uh, free hit, in a way. Mm. Uh, tennis over. Yes, yeah, it's a good window, isn't Cricket it? Cricket tailing down, yeah. if not over. And if then you're not staying up till two in the morning to watch the uh, Australian mm. team lose to India, then mm. you can get yourself down to Witten Oval. Absolutely. A few of the players have been delisted. There's an article here on the Herald Sun again. I'm not going to scroll down to the comments section because I refuse to look at that anymore. Oh, you disappoint me. Talking about the people who and what they're doing, where they're going, people have gone to different clubs, country clubs and the like. 
Uh, except for one player, former mm. Tom Derricks. Who Tom Derricks from, uh, from the Swans. From the Swans, yep. yeah. Yep. Former Ruckman. spend the time focusing on his music. Oh, oh here we go. I like it. So he has Is this formed, like a Brett Lee six and out scenario? He's formed a, with childhood friend. He's formed KX, a two-man electronic band that plans to release its first single soon. Jesus Christ. It's a picture of him with the headphones around the, around the neck. Oh. But also, I didn't know this, part-time model. And then delving in a bit more. This is so unemployed. This is, your, <laughs> this yeah, is Australian. You're not a part-time model. Part-time model is yeah, weird, yeah, yeah. yeah this is full-time Centrelink. The Australian Daft Punk. Um, <laughs> but also Daft. doing a bit of digging. And then last year, I realised he was uh, involved in the, um, well, it's a very Daily Mail kind of article, but he was seen floating around with uh, Gigi, Gigi Haddad. Oh yeah, Do you know those okay. ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was wandering around uh, Taronga Zoo right. with her. So we got in with um, got in with the cool, got in with the squad. That's Taylor's squad. Man, and this, so uh, keep your eye on Tom Derricks then. What was the name of the band? Uh, KH KX KX KX. Do you think maybe that's what Pigeon's hashtag was? It was a typo. From K K. He's into Tom Derricks' band. He's into two man electronic band. Synth pop. Yeah, K A Y E X. Oh, okay, KX. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, so it's all, happening, all happening for Tom Derricks. One of the other big things that came out of the preseason. Now we talked Sunny last year that um, or you would remember Xavier Richards. Yep. I wanted to leave the Swans because it was too expensive of to course, live in Sydney. Of you can't living away from home allowance. You can't live in Sydney and just be uh, an AFL footballer. Nah, you, you don't earn a decent enough crust. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, amazingly, he's chosen to stay in Sydney. Okay. And he's playing for. Does it say there? Is he playing for like Sydney Uni? I'm not totally sure. Like that? But he, totally he stayed sure. in Sydney, so he's gone. You know what, Swans. Fuck you. Yeah, no, I don't move. want your bullshit money. I don't need that cash. I'll just play for free. Jokes uh, on them. At a, at a low level. Fuck your grand final with 100,000 <laughs> people. They bore me. Signed for Sydney Uni, the Nice Sydney Uni, yeah, there you go. What do you reckon Sydney Uni is shelling out? <laughs> Here's your free Opal card for the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just Surely don't touch not. on too much. Yeah. Okay, Thursdays, ladies' nights. Uh, <laughs> jelly shots. You just talk to the bloke behind the bar. He'll yeah, sort you out. You get uh, 10% off at the Uni bar. Yeah. I'll tell you what, honorary arts degree? He's whoever, the proudest man in Australia would be his manager. He goes, don't worry, mate. <laughs> I, got I know you. how to play hardball. I got you, yeah. We'll get you a better deal than this, mate. And then he comes out and goes, yeah. how'd I go? He goes, um, you know, have you Sydney, thought about uni? Yeah. Have you th- gone you back like to studying? The, did you like the NEFL when you played in it? <laughs> yeah, I guess it was all right. Well, you're going to be there permanently. So you're going to see all your old teammates playing against you. Oh. And uh, you're going to have a bit of a fun time. Honestly, that's a horror manoeuvre, isn't it? I mean... It hasn't gone oh, well. He oh, played an awful. AFL grand final. That was his last game. Awful. Is there any way back? He's, he's a young buck. Well, he's only like 21 he, or 22. Yeah, is he 22, 23, something like that? I think what kind of put him off, in a lot of his articles, he kept saying, I don't care if I don't play for AFL teams again. Because he yeah. trained with Essendon pre-season. It's a lot of code and words in the attitude, I think. Yeah, and they were yeah. going to give him the nickname Pigeon, even though it made no sense. Really? They had, they had just, it earmarked for him. Hashtag KK. In his car. Hashtag KK, yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah, look, I, I, don't think, I don't think apathy's high on the, on the tick box list of most clubs, is it? No. No, so this bloke um, really doesn't give a shit what he does. I think we should sign him. Yeah, so uh, he's uh, playing in Sydney, living in Sydney. Oh, good on him. Get was. down to Sydney Uni if yeah. you're around there and uh, and laugh. Heckle the crap. <laughs> Have a laugh. Very special moments over this uh, summer break. Can't believe we weren't invited, to Kicking be honest. Kicking off 2017. I'm actually, I'm furious about that myself. Yeah, yes. Apollo again. You but guys we do have. It's bigger <laughs> than the Apollo. Very special news that our friend, mm. old Trav Cloak, has gotten married. Oh! Yeah, Big changes. He's changed teams. He's gotten married. Yeah. He's a different man. This is a new has, Travis. Has he taken her name? Um, <laughs> not quite sure. Well, I heard in the ceremony that when he put, went to put the ring on, he accidentally put on the thumb. Like his radar <laughs> was way off. Hit her in the eye. I hope, yeah. I hope Bruce's dog walk, like, brought the rings down the aisle. That sure. would be nice. Yeah, sure. that would be no, nice. There'd be photos of that if it happened. But we did. he put up a little video So there's on, on Instagram because we're playing Australia's favourite game. Yep. What's Trav been up to? Uh, here we go. Australia's Whoa. second favourite jingle. Uh, a little snippet of the best night. Uh, it brings a smile to my face seeing this. Amazing work. And then it's like at moon and back. And so like the people had shot it, perhaps. Yeah. And actually, Michael and I have watched it. It's really Very well special done. thanks to. It's Is probably it? about a one-minute kind of uh, clip yeah. of the wedding day itself. A sizzle reel of the wedding day. Yeah, yeah. And it's really beautiful. It's really, yeah, really nice. Yeah. Really, really nice. But there's also this great moment. Now, was it Cameron? 
It was Cameron. Yeah, Cameron Clake doing the speech. Yes. And it's only a little clip, like a one-second shot yeah. of him doing a speech. But worth looking at. But he's hot, he's wearing the glove. He's wearing the Nike glove. <laughs> yeah. It's really fucking funny. Like, it's really good. It's, it's the good. highlight. Like, I thought that Cameron Clark couldn't get uh, better than being kicked in the ass by Satantaro Helper. It is yeah. tough. Punch in the head. But this, he's topped it. We were flicking through, like, watching the kind of one-minute clip. And yeah, it's, that's it's obviously good. a great occasion. There are many people, and he's got a bit of cash, bingo bango to spend around. So oh, yeah. make the wedding day great. his days back at Sydney Uni. I mean. Yep. And then a little flash up of Cameron wearing the wearing the glove and we generally fucking yeah, we lost that show. Yeah. <laughs> and even Trav had a laugh. Trav was like, oh, I remember doing that. Oh, yeah, I, I broke those rules. It was hilarious. Well, that's great. Congratulations, Trav. Yeah, and then his brother showed uh, Trav missing like uh, 12 <laughs> shots on goal and then getting traded to Western Bulldogs. It was a bit of a sad end. but um, He actually walked into the entire bridal party. Yeah, yeah. Quite <laughs> get down the aisle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mate, down the middle, down the middle. Oh, consummation was awful. He hit the curtains. The point is, <laughs> the point is, the point is. Oh, they started calling him drapes. <laughs> so, football is in real life. We'll wrap up very shortly. From Andrew, I was up in Port Douglas for news and saw Jakey Carlisle. Mm. Oh, I can confirm go. he Jay-Z. wasn't using Snapchat and oh. didn't say, this place is fucked. That's disappointing. It's disappointing. You know, I, I read an article before, um, uh, I think it must have been just before Christmas, but uh, they said that um, Jakey Carlisle's training the house. Line. So one of his teammates said that one of his teammates, teammates is uh, doing really well. Yeah, it was Lee Montagna saying Jakey's doing really well. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's unusual. Like, you know, you have a lot of teammates that's going, oh, he's going to be shit-ass this year. I mean, he's on, he's on the downward spiral. Was we he wearing have someone else's jersey? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was incredible. So, Jakey Carlo, get him, get him, yeah, get get on him for the Brownlow. Get him in your, uh, was it super coach? Yeah. Get him in your super coach. Yeah, because uh, Lee Montagna reckons he's going well. And we've got a couple from Sean as well. So, these are a bit longer. Mm. I'm a big footy fan and a, work, a newcomer to the podcast. Welcome, Sean. G'day, Sean. Really love listening to you guys. Apologies for as this. As well as Two Guys, One Cup. Make sure you get on Two Guys, One Cup. Yes. Will Anderson, Charlie Clawson, and the Outer Sanctum also. Yep. Um, a few friends. Uh, I have a few footballers in real life stories that I think you guys might enjoy. First off, on the way to the Cats v Swans prelim this year, I saw John Brown at Richmond Station. Mate, he's a man of the people. The great man getting about on the, ba- on the carriage. Yeah. I hope he doesn't have to touch on I hope when they see Jonathan oh, Brown coming, they get a triple premiership player. Stroll yeah, through, yeah, open yeah. the gate. Through you go, yeah. yeah. All Australian. Can you imagine being a bloody ticket inspector going, excuse me, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Mikey Card, yeah. thanks. Mate, I was excuse a triple me, premiership you. player before yeah. the age of excuse 23. Excuse me, you. You there with the Lego hair. Come here. Come here. <laughs> Put, Put the crownie down. Put yeah. the crownie down. <laughs> yeah. Secondly, I was at Galactic Circus in Crown. Oh, that's a magical place, isn't it? I haven't been there for a long time. What's Galactic, Galactic Circus? It's a oh, video game. Like the arcade? The yeah. arcade is, Awesome. Yeah. Down near the Tempin Bowling. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful down there. Galactic <laughs> Circus in Crown on Easter Saturday this year. God, this mm. sounds like the world's worst game of Cluedo. I'm trying to think. I don't think, Sean, I hate to pull you up there, but I think I think technically there's no such thing as Easter Saturday. I think it's just Good Friday, Easter Sunday. Well, he had to specify that it was the Saturday of yeah. the Easter week. Well, he could have said the Saturday between Good Friday and of Easter Sunday. Things, of all the things to pull Sean up on, I reckon. Because a lot of people say Easter Monday. No such thing as Easter Monday, by the way. What is it? Good Monday? Nothing. Just nothing. Monday. Nothing it's happened. just Monday. Nothing happened. Monday. Oh, I think someone came back from the dead, my friend. <laughs> it happened on Sunday. Did it? Yeah. Yeah, three days. Oh, we, we probably, celebrated on the Monday. We probably showed a few mates no, on the Monday, but not important. Oh. We've already got Sunday off, haven't okay. we? Okay. Anyway, anyway. Who says there's nothing to talk about? Yeah, no, that's a I hate report. to bring my 13 years of Catholic education into this. Uh, it's my bias. I was waiting. You started that at age 17. <laughs> I was waiting at the prize counter when I, when I let the person behind me go in front as I'd already been served. He looked very familiar, so I took a second look to see who it was. It was my mate, Cyril Rioli. He was there with his family and helping his younger cousin in the Doodle Jump arcade machine. The uh-huh. what, sorry? The Doodle Jump. Yep. Okay, thought I heard it right. When I told my friends I was with, in brackets, don't f- who that don't follow football, who he was, yep. and that my beloved Cats would be playing his team in two days' time Ooh. on Easter Monday. Oh, maybe it is Easter <laughs> Monday. Because <laughs> oh, they do talk Easter Monday. I think Monday. it is Easter Monday, yeah. mate. <sighs> maybe... Maybe those priests were lying to me all along. Yeah, no, they lied to you a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of my friends passed him on the way out and said to him, Geelong's going to win. Quality Geelong banter. won that game yes, and Silver was pretty average that game with only nine touches and no goal. So I like to think that my friend put him off the game. Well, see, I reckon, remember that time that uh, Stevie Motlop had a few cans at the local footy and all the Hawthorne boys got stuck into him yep. for it? I reckon mm. they got stuck into him. You were at, uh, where, where was he? The Doodle Jump. At the Galactic, Galactic Circus. Crown. Yeah, they would have been going, mate, fucking how'd you go Galactic Circus <laughs> playing the Doodle Jump? As he's coming in to kick a goal and he's like, fuck, people knew I was there. Can I, can I be pretty naive here? Yeah. 
what the fuck's the doodle jump? I don't know what the doodle jump is. Let's yeah, okay, get the Google on. I'm also Googling oh, you Easter Monday a real thing. Oh, quietly. I used Google to live doodle before doodle. Eddie Betts went to Adelaide. I used mm. to see him down in my local supermarket all the time. I don't know if I've told you this before. And he is an hilarious uh, pest. So he'd be down there with his girlfriend and he would dead set be tossing up like uh, produce, like a bag of beans or whatever. Yeah. And taking hangers on her shoulder. I'm not even making this up. Where was this at? Down, it's actually at, uh, near Brunswick Station, Brunswick Coles. Yeah. Supermarket. Yeah, North. I know the one, yeah. He would just, just like, you know, you muck around. Yeah. Toss it up and whatnot. And you'd be walking around. I was with my house. I'm like, fuck, it's Eddie Betts. And then next time we see him in the next aisle and Smithers has got the basket doing the shopping and he's tossing <laughs> it up. Like, bang, can of fruit, just taking little hangers on it. Fuck, we miss Real that character. He's probably doing oh, yeah. that, you know, somewhere in Adelaide. Norwood. They wouldn't have a clue. Norwood Coles. They wouldn't have a clue. I'm, I'm getting it's the vibe, okay? I'm getting the vibe that... Easter Monday is not a real thing in the Christian calendar. Okay. But it's referred to as Easter Monday in terms of the public holiday okay. to make it easier for people. Well, right. I'm very glad we got to the well, What about Easter that? Saturday? Because that's what you slam Sean about. You were slamming the greater uh, well, community because I said Easter Monday. That's got to be the same thing, hasn't it? Yeah, I think so. And anyway, back, Doodle Jump is just yes. like a kid's game. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That's, I'm glad you feel. I was yeah. worried I think the character looks about... like his name is Doodle. Okay, sure. Yeah, and I imagine he jumps. I can't think that Easter Saturday is a real thing because <laughs> I can't think of anything in the scriptures that talks about anything happening on the Saturdays. This would have been a lot of sad people. Yeah. Well, let's break it down. The world is 5,000 years old. <laughs> so, <laughs> we start from there. Dinosaurs that are yeah, lived in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's take everything literally from the scriptures. Do you have any more footballers in real life? Uh, I also have one, uh, again, from Sean. Second one from Sean. Mate, he's loading up. S-E-A-N, Sean? Uh, it sounds like one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, sounds real like one. I work at a Kmart in Shepparton uh, in Victoria and I was working at the customer greeter uh, as the customer greeter today. So I suppose standing at the door oh, waiting yeah, for great. Come Welcome. In. Have a great day. Great. Enjoy Kmart. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Don't yeah. shoplift. We know who you are. Here's a voucher for Doodle Jump. Yeah. Uh, 20 minutes into my shift, Jarman Impey came into the store with a few mates. Here we go. <laughs> he kept on banging into the aisles. He didn't buy anything, <laughs> but his mates did. I was so surprised to see an AFL player where I worked. I couldn't believe it. Then... Two hours later, Clayton go. Oliver came into the store with his girlfriend. The fuck? He bought a three-person tent. As they are from the area, I guess Clayton and Jarman must have come home over Christmas break. Made a boring shift worthwhile. That's oh, pretty cool. Hang on. I'm just... Uh, I don't want to get too salacious tent. here. Yeah. Three-person tent, and he was with his partner. Is that right? Here we go. So there's two of them. Yeah. Who and are they going, Well, there's, I know for a fact in Kmart there are one- and two-person tents. Mm-hmm. He's opted for the third one. Has he gone for more space, more romantic? No, I don't think the so. The cynic in me says no. Yeah. He says he's going to be blaming something on the dog. He's getting his shepherd and swingers on. (laughs) I like it. And I don't know if this really counts as a footballer in real life, but I was talking to a friend on the phone a few weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, she mentioned to me that David Zaharakis just walked past her. So I don't know if that counts as a footballer in real life. It's in her real life. She lives around about the Diamond Creek area, so it'd be around about that okay, area. That, she was down at the shops. That's where he's from, isn't it? Maybe. I'm, I'm not totally sure. sure. I don't think I don't think people genuinely, generally go to So I got a step removed. For no reason. Step removed footballer in real life. Do you guys reckon anyone's still listening to this at this stage? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, can I can I keep going? I've got a fuck with him in real life. Oh, I'm that, right. In that the room. affected us Is affected it us both to your left? chamber. Well <laughs> oh, what uh, did you so, tweet? Uh, hang on, let me just let me just get the date that uh, I so on the 21st of November, the Junk Time AFL podcast tweeted, it's schoolies week, or as Ricky Nixon calls it, live Tinder. Good right? stuff. Yeah. Good joke. All good 50 gear. likes, 10 retweets. People Perfect. very much oh, into it. it up. So, we had a response uh, January 9th. So, what, uh, what's that? About two months Two later. months later. Two months later. They've had time to think. Yeah. Um, from the Ricky Nixon. Now, <laughs> so we, and I didn't tag him into it, so he has searched his own name on, on Twitter. Uh, and if you want to talk to Ricky, he's, of course, uh, at Ricky Nixon Toot. T-O-O-T. Oh, yeah. Wow. Not the real Ricky Nixon Toot? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's him. Oh, yeah. So, all right. It's Schoolies Week, or as Ricky Nixon calls it, Live Tinder. He responded, had 10 inside 15s. Whoops, meant 50s. Hashtag flog pods. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag chicken goes bang. Banging capitals. Is well, sorry, is that's he, my computer going off. He, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think I like Ricky Nixon. <laughs> really? <laughs> now, can I just say I checked wow. out because he hashtag flog pods. Yeah, uh, okay. The only thing that comes up is Ricky Nixon calling us flog pods. Right, so it wasn't trending. Yeah, no, no, Shot didn't think it picked up. So Ricky Nixon searched his own name, had a bit of a crack, had ten inside fifteen. Ten 15s. inside fifteens isn't too bad. Yeah, it's I know not he's the had worst. Two months to do. That is absurd. So he wasn't tagged into the original tweet. No, no, he's just done a search on Ricky Nixon. 
Good on him. Hashtag KK. Oh, <laughs> Ricky. Ricky, 2-2. Two, two. He got us. Take us through the stubby holders, Adam. Well, I had a uh, – as, as we were almost out of – I loved I had the footbridge and the uh, it's Gatorade Bukaki times, but we got sent another shipment. So if you wanted to get those and you thought we were out of them, they're, they're there. I had something left in my letterbox the other day. We're about to pick up our new ones, which are um, – Baby in the bathwater, something like that. I threw out the baby baby with the the bathwater. And are you chipping out? Are you chipping out? Yeah, Yeah, they're the next two. So they'll be up, they'll be for sale, available, I would say, by the end of this week. So check back at junktime.bigcartel.com. I'm doing stand-up for inchworld.com.au for Perth, Feb 1, Feb 4, Melbourne Comedy Festival, trybooking.com at the Imperial Hotel, April 10 to 23. It's going to be a ripper. It will be great. And uh, what we'd love you to do is feel free to give us a a little review on iTunes. We love that Mm. kind of stuff. It gets us Mm. higher up in the rankings. Yeah, preferably people loving us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, please be naked. Send us screenshots of you (laughs) naked. What's that negative? negative. You've turned naked. Oh, I thought you said naked. That is fantastic. Fuck. We are Gmail. We're junktimeoprepod on Twitter. Facebook Sunday Monday thank you very much for joining us thanks so much for having me you guys uh, thanks for listening and uh, you can find me at my new house in Coburg so feel free to come around <laughs> bleeding from the neck <laughs> that's my plug we'll see you later go Hawks go Blues go the Bears change your shirt up Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.